0: This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio.
1: I want to begin with Vince McMahon's announcement yesterday afternoon of the XFL because he said several interesting things and we'll play some of the cuts from him, but, and then we'll also discuss what I think is wrong, what I think is right about the decisions that Vince McMahon made and One of the things that is the best, I believe, about the idea of bringing in the XFL again is you basically get the idea to remake football. And sometimes you can end up with rules in football, and that is the worst thing about it, is that just because a rule has been in existence for a while, you stick with it. And so if you had the opportunity to remake football What would you do and how would you do it? I think it is an absolutely intriguing question to examine. And so that's one of the ways that I'm going to talk about the news that came out from Vince McMahon about his attempt to bring back the XFL. Now, several things that he said in his press conference yesterday that gave us some idea of what might be coming. He said that the league will play in the winter again, right after the super bowl ends he said that there will be eight teams 10 game season four teams will advance to the playoffs he said that all players will stand for the national anthem and that it's ho- his hope to avoid all politics and social issues he says it's a family friendly league so they're not going to have cheerleaders he uh, he said first of all they would start playing in 2020 And he also said something that I think they're going to have to fix, which is he said if you have any kind of criminal record, even a DUI, you won't be eligible to play in this league. That's a lot of detail. We'll unpack it. But first, let's hit some of the cuts of wrestling impresario Vince McMahon as he announced once more the return of the XFL.
2: We're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches, we're gonna listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. We will present a shorter, faster-paced, family-friendly, and easier-to-understand game. Don't get me wrong, it's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. We intend to start conservatively with eight teams, 40-man rosters, a 10-game regular season, and postseason featuring two semifinals, and of course, a championship game. The most important thing that we learned with the older XFL and now the new XFL is the quality of the play. Quite frankly, uh, we only had a very short time in the past to, uh, to put everything together. We have two years now to really get it right. It's the quality of the play. As far as our league is concerned, it'll have nothing to do with politics. Absolutely nothing, and nothing to do with social issues either. We're there to play football. We want really good football, and I think that's what fans want as well. When they tune in, I don't know that they want to be dealing with political issues and things of that nature. They want good football. That's what we're going to deliver.
1: I think a lot of those answers are 100% right now. Here's where I disagree with Vince McMahon off the jump. And I want to get your reactions as well. If you could remake football. And and I think this is something that also, by the way, works in life. One of the things that I do is I constantly question whether the things that I believe are right. And I think the older you get, the more you're likely to just continue to believe what you believe because you've always believed it. And there are things that I have changed my mind in over the years. I'm 38 now. A lot of the things I thought when I was 20, I still believe. But some of the things I thought when I was 20, I don't believe anymore. And I would anticipate that if you aren't constantly questioning your beliefs and reassessing whether or not you still believe them in light of modern evidence, then you really aren't being a dynamic and growing individual. And I think the same is true certainly for companies. Because a lot of times if you work in a big company or even you work in a small company that's existed for a while, you do the same things because you've gotten used to doing them. Why? I don't know. Because it's easier to keep doing the same thing than it is to try something new very often. And that's why when we talk with my guy, uh, Rich Greenfield, I'll ask him about this battle between Netflix and Disney. Disney is trying to get in aggressively into the streaming business Netflix is already there. Who has the advantage and how does that play out in a modern media future? I think it's incredibly interesting to see. But what I would encourage all of you out there, 877-996-6369, is pretend that football had never existed with all of the rules as you know them now. What do you think you could change and make football better? So a while back, I wrote... A column on my website, dot outkick.com. And I said, okay, if I were remaking the XFL right now, a new league for football, what would I do to make it better than the NFL? If you start a new league now, it should be better than the NFL because you can use the NFL's existing uh, business plan and decisions and compare how they have worked and make adjustments on the fly. So Vince McMahon has announced that they will play this season starting in February, or at least that's what he said, February of 2020. I would play the season from mid-June to late August. I host a radio show for three hours every day. I have a pretty good sense what people care about. One of the things that people care about is, in the summer, there ain't nothing going on. Now, every four years, you got the World Cup. We got a World Cup this summer, but guess what? The U.S. is not in it there's going to be a lot less interest. Every four years, you've got the Summer Olympics, but usually the Summer Olympics doesn't start until late in the summer, until mid to late August, before the NFL, but late in the year. When I really start to think myself and also notice it among my readers, my viewers, all of you guys out there in the OutKick crew, that you're desperate for football to be back is sometime in mid to late June. After the NFL, sorry, after the NBA finals are over, and you sit around and you say, man, we got to wait until September for the NFL to really get rolling again for college football to be back. Play the season from mid June to late August. That's when people are demanding and craving football. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that the day after the Super Bowl ends, they think, man, I wish football was still going on in a lesser degree. I think there are a lot of people like me who take a couple of weeks off of aggressive sports and then you kind of turn tune back in for March Madness. And then by the time March Madness is over and the NCAA tournament has been completed, you've got the NBA playoffs starting. And I think the average fan starts to really pay attention to the NBA when the playoffs get rolling. But you have that window from when the NBA finals end to late August. I've said this before. If I were in charge of the NBA... I would not start the NBA until Christmas Day. I would make the tip-off of the NBA season Christmas Day, and I would play the NBA season all the way up until August. Because I think this idea that you don't want to be having your sport going on in the summer is fundamentally wrong. I think you want to entertain people all year round, and right now the time with the least entertainment options in the world of sports is summer. I'm not afraid of baseball. If I'm a football league, I'm not at all afraid of baseball because it's a nightly event on the weekend, people would pay attention to football. Here's one that I think Vince McMahon hasn't touched on, but I think needs to happen. The XFL needs to draft freshmen and sophomores from college. Right now in college football, the NFL has an age restriction that doesn't allow you to enter the league until after your junior year. Three years, or your redshirt sophomore year if you shirt. three years after your high school class has graduated. What if you're a freshman and you're ready to go pro? Why shouldn't you have the ability to start to make money as a sophomore and junior instead of having to play in college? I talked about this a lot because it's an example of something that I've changed my mind on. I used to believe, you know what? College football players need to stay for three years and the NCAA should make sure that they're not being paid while they're there. I don't believe either of those things anymore. One of the big reasons why I no longer believe either of those things was Marcus Lattimore. I watched Marcus Lattimore as a true freshman, carry the ball 40 times for over 200 yards at the Swamp in Florida to put South Carolina into the SEC title game. At that point in time when the season was over as a freshman, Marcus Lattimore was ready to be an NFL running back. Now, he might not have been great, he might have still been really young, but He was ready, and I think he would have gone in the first round if he had put his name into the draft. Instead, he comes back his sophomore year, he tears up one knee. He comes back his junior year, he tears up the other knee, and he never plays in the NFL. Now, he could have had the right to come back for his sophomore and junior year beyond a shadow of a doubt. Could have made that choice. But if you are Marcus Lattimore or you are any other football player out there, I think if you are ready after your freshman year, like Maurice Claret was, like a lot of different people have been from a physical perspective, you should be able to go pro. And so that's one rule where I think the XFL could benefit immensely. Go get freshmen and sophomores, draft them out of college, offer them money, and make them say no to you. Can you imagine right now if the XFL were starting and they went and tried to sign Tua from Alabama? Can you imagine all the attention that we'll get from colleges as guys try to make decisions about whether or not to go pro? All of the attention that will flow to the XFL, I think it makes a lot of sense. That's what I would do. Here's what else they need to do. Sign star quarterbacks. Right now, Vince McMahon has a rule where he's saying we're not going to take anybody if they have a DUI. I think that's totally wrong. I think that is absurdly wrong. He needs to eliminate the arrest rule. I understand the concept of... We want good guys in this league that fans feel comfortable rooting for. But guess what? A good guy can do something dumb when he's 18 or 19 years old or even 25 years old. What are you going to do if you have a guy get arrested during the season? You're going to kick him out of the league? I think what you need to do is eliminate that rule uh, and go get quarterbacks that everybody knows. Johnny Manziel, Robert Griffin III, Tim Tebow, and offer Colin Kaepernick. All of those guys people who move the needle that others want to watch play quarterback. Can you imagine Tim Tebow against Johnny Manziel? Can you imagine Tim Tebow against Colin Kaepernick? Tell me you wouldn't watch that. I'd be all in. Uh, This is smart. The XFL is a single-entity league. That means instead of every individual team having an owner, Vince McMahon owns all the teams. That's the same way that the MLS is structured. It's the way that I would design a sports league if I were starting it today. Instead of having 32 different NFL teams and having 32 different owners and having to worry about the politics and getting consensus agreement and all of those things for the league, I would own all of the teams in the league like Vince McMahon is. And then you can go out and you can make decisions on behalf of the league for every team as a whole without having to worry about all the politics involved in 32 different owners. Plus, it makes it a lot easier to ultimately sell this league to somebody else. See, I think the future of the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball and hockey too, if I'm interested in those leagues, I want to buy the league. I don't want to buy, rent the television rights, which is happening now. I want to go out and buy the entire league. I want to own the NFL top to bottom. I want to own the NBA or Major League Baseball or the NHL top to bottom. You can do that in the MLS. I think a single entity league, if you have the money to do it, and Vince McMahon is funding it all himself, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, So I believe that's the choice. And also, as part of that, I think for the entertainment options, and I think I, I really 1 billion percent believe this, I would make every decision made by the commissioner of the league public. And I'd even float my name as a guy who would be an incredible XFL commissioner. Instead of all this back-channel negotiation and behind-the-scenes discussion that suddenly comes out and somebody says, Rob Gronkowski suspended one game, I would have a Judge Judy-style television show where every league dispute gets decided with the commissioner of the league sitting there in robes at the at the judges table and so you have the league uh, guy making an argument for what he thinks should happen you have a player being defended and then the commissioner makes a ruling live on television bang with his gavel out Rob Gronkowski is suspended for one game for what he did I would also bring officials in front of the commissioner and And I would have officials explain when they make bad calls and I would render punishments on officials just like I do players. And I would do it all on live television. I think it would kill. I think you incentivize player salaries. Double them for teams that make the playoffs. Triple them for teams that win the overall championship. I think fans would like to see players incentivized if they win. Put eight teams in cities that don't have NFL franchises right now. My top suggestions for cities... Portland, San Diego, St. Louis go after cities that the NFL has abandoned. Albuquerque, Louisville, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Raleigh-Durham, Memphis, Orlando, Oakland, and Birmingham. I'd pick eight of those cities, and I would roll with it. Here's one that, that Vince McMahon has said, and I think it makes sense. Insist players stand for the national anthem. Colin Kaepernick is welcome in the league the minute he decides to kneel. I walk right out if I'm Vince McMahon, and I fire him. People would go crazy with that. You don't have a right to protest the national anthem if you were in your uniform and you were at your job. Boom. That would get so much positive attention for Vince McMahon. Allow fans to call plays via an XFL social media app. Put the app on everybody's phone the first year. Give it to them for free. Every once a quarter, or maybe more frequently, have what I would call a Tecmo Bowl-style play selection option. You give them four options, like back in the day in the old Tecmo Bowl. You pick one of those options, and the team runs one of those four plays based on which gets the most votes live. You're sitting there with your phone. You get a notification, and you can go in and vote on what play you want your favorite team to run. Embrace gambling. Gambling's about to get legalized, guys. Why not have a gambling ticker live on the screen like we have a scoreboard right now? Why not allow people to click on that gambling ticker and literally bet live while your game is going on? I love this idea. I think it's the future. Here's something else. No field goals or extra points, and teams can't punt once they cross midfield. You have to go for it on fourth down. Uh, pick non-traditional announcers those are all of my ideas non-traditional announcers maybe even allow people to choose what kind of announcer they want to get do you want comedians calling the game do you want hardcore fans do you want gamblers eliminate the voice of god option where everybody gets the same kind of contest and allow somebody like me and a buddy to call the game Allow people to pick which audio they would prefer to choose for the game. Those are all my ideas. I want yours. I'll bring in the crew and ask them as well. 877-996-6369. The XFL is coming back in 2020. How would you make football better than it is right now? I think a lot of you are going to say also, decide what a catch is. Don't make it complicated anymore. I know what my eyes show me. I know what a catch is. Just deal with a simple rule. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I got to be honest with you. Jason Martin's decisions in life often baffle me. And Jason's not allowed to talk right now because I'm going to go to L.A. first. But last night, I'm getting ready for bed because obviously we have an early start to the day. And it's about 11 Eastern. I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed. And of all the things I could see, Jason Martin has tweeted, maybe an odd question, or perhaps you guys will be a big help. I need to find a primary care physician in Nashville. It's long overdue, and now it's bitten me this week and still tonight. Anyone you might recommend to me locally that you like. Strange, strange text. I mean, tweet to send out, in my opinion. I looked at it, and I was like, first of all, And then immediately people started tagging me in it, which is how I really started noticing it, uh, asking if Jason Martin was going to call in sick. And I'm like, if he's sick, shouldn't he text me? I don't understand Jason Martin's communication decisions in general. Sometimes he vanishes for like four hours during the middle of the day, and I don't know where he's gone. And my position is, if you're the producer of OutKick, it shouldn't matter what time I text you, you should respond within 15 minutes no matter what, no matter if I text you at three a m and I'm like, "Hey, wake up, we've got to watch the challenge together on MTV, you should have to do that. That's what I think. The That's challenge? what I think Jason Martin's role should be. Whatever it is. if i want to if 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 Stranger things is dropping at one am and I just want somebody to watch it with, Jason Martin should have to wake up at one a m and sit there and just respond to my text and questions about stranger things. That's what I think he should be doing. But let's start here. Yes. Let's I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. Yeah. Very questionable decision. First of all, you're a single man. Does any single man have a regular primary care physician? I'm a dad of three. I don't even know who my primary care physician is. Moreover, at 10 p.m. Central Time, 11 11 p.m. Eastern, was this a weird tweet to send, or was it just me, to the L.A. crew? When Jason Martin just goes on Twitter and to his over 10,000 Twitter followers solicits primary care physician representatives <laughs> because, quote, it's long overdue, and now it's bitten me this week and still tonight. That's a weird thing for a man to do. Agree?
0: Uh, he- hearing what time it was tweeted at it makes it even funnier. Like, it's 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 nighttime. Jason's winding down. He's <laughs> He's getting ready for bed. He's like, you know what? I need a primary care physician. <laughs> <laughs> let me get on twitter <laughs> um you know I, I think it's weird because i mean sure like maybe maybe you know you want to get the best doctor possible but like that's like that's like a personal facebook question to like
1: your close you know friends and family or yes yeah, somebody that you know you text them you're like hey i got to find a doctor who do you go to is he or she good like to go broad with everybody on twitter what about you danny g like when you saw <laughs> this were you like Jason Martin, like, I don't know about some of the social social decisions that Jason Martin makes.
0: You know, at least Jason knows he has at least two rider dies on his squad. That's the other thing yes. I got to say. Two who, favorites.
1: Who favorites that tweet? <laughs> right now, Carolyn Jean 116, she should have to call in and explain herself. She was like, oh, you know what? I really want to make sure that I remember forever Jason Martin was looking for a primary care physician on Thursday night at 11 Eastern. And Marlon Miller... Uh, like, what are they thinking of all the things that are being tweeted? They're like, you know what? I better go ahead and favorite this tweet. This is just a revolutionary tweet. The other thing is um, no one retweeted it. So two people, like, all- it just goes out and, uh, and, and uh, two people favored it, which is maybe weirder than the tweet itself. Two people, like, star it forever to remember. And then at least one of them was female. Maybe that's somebody who really loves you, Jason Martin. And then nobody else retweets it because it's, like, such a weird thing to say. Jason Martin, defend yourself.
3: Turn the damn music off. (laughs) Look, I had a fever earlier this week. We talked about this on the air. I'm not sure that I You talked about my voice and how it was cracking. Do you have the flu? How sick sick are you right now? I don't believe I have the flu. I just think I kind of wanted to see somebody before I left town for Minnesota. It's kind of the deal. And I've gone to like emergency cares or whatever since I came down here and i discovered you know i've had a couple of recurring things that it would be easier if i had a primary care physician because then i don't have to go into the doctor every time they can just prescribe the things that they know will help what, me what is with a going phone on call. with your health status here that's no one's business and, and I'm not you just going know, hold into on
1: that. hold on that's no one's business you just tweeted last night seeking recommendations for primary care physicians because you're sick
3: you Clay. made it everyone's business. No, not specifically. I just said, "Hey, look, is there somebody do around have town herpes? that you like?" Uh, no, I do not. Are but you here's sure? The deal? Uh, yeah, I'm positive. Here's Genital warts? No, there, there's no STD situation here. There's no disease here. Are you sure it could be syphilis? I, I suppose it could, Clay. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> nope. that that's a possibility. But that, the truth, the truth here is, I just wanted to. T- I wanted to crowdsource because a lot of my followers are from Nashville. So I just wanted to see if there was a consensus out there. And there were several comments and some and some DMs that were sent to me with names and some places around here that are trustworthy. And, yeah, I even asked some friends as well. I just wanted to get kind of a consensus. Earlier, I guess late last year, I decided I wanted to take a hike, didn't really know any of the areas. So I said, hey, where's a good place to take a hike? And I got a lot of good responses, and I used one of them that day, and I went and that's, hiked for four that's hours. That's a more normal thing to tweet. I wasn't trying to, like, get attention. I was just literally trying to get information so right. I could potentially get something done today. My
1: suggestion to you is your ability to analyze social cues. I don't think most people send out a request for a primary care physician.
3: I mean, they may not, Clay. We're not all as, as privileged as you. I just simply wanted to try and get information quickly. I don't even have a primary wasn't care physician. good at that time. Well, that's your problem. You have, you have, like, a family practice or something, don't you? No. I just go to the urgent care. Okay. Well, if see, I'm I, sick. I would rather not do that, because if I do that, I have to go every time. So and sometimes it would. So be that's easy why I'm just worried. Are you near death? Prescription. Are
1: you near death? Is
3: the herpes acting
1: up regularly?
3: I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm here, and somebody's even like, "Oh, you're going to call out of work again." I wish everybody knew. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, of course, I'm not going to call out of work. I've been here all week. I just haven't felt good over the last two or three days, and this I probably is, should honestly, try and take care of it. If you've got the
1: flu, if you get me sick. I'm gonna fire you all over again you're gonna to have to get another because I the last thing I want to be is in Minnesota sick where it's minus 50 degrees Be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern 3 a.m Pacific oh, oh, oh.